Hi, this is Noah from the Magic Quest Boys of Dragontown. Real quick, before we get into it, we just wanted to do a quick thank you to you guys uh, who are listening. The excitement and the support we've seen around the show so far has just gone so far beyond what we expected and we weren't really prepared for it. So, you know, you guys are incredible. You're telling your friends, you're doing these reviews, doing drawings of the characters in some cases, which is just, it's so... I mean, it's insane, really. Thank you so much. As as you may know, we record in advance, so we're inherently behind with the shout-outs and thank yous, so I just wanted to jump back in time, sort of, into the present and, uh, you know, record this to say thank you now, and we hear you now, and you're making this whole thing so fun for us. Thank you. Here's Chapter 17. Ages passed in a world called Spanth. The land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call the Magic Whisperer. Of Dragontown. Welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragontown, an original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm Jamie, your host and game master, and to my left we have Whiskers, Donatello Whiskers, Rodri Wilder Swimfids, Dam Botcher, Galavin Aurelis. And last time on the Magic Quest Boys of Dragontown, we have Noah or Tam Botcher with the intro. Last time on the Magic Quest Boys of Dragontown. The gang came out of the woods after having faced off against the Dryad and gotten Pen away from her and found some horses. Man, they were purdy horses. They had all kinds of delicious looking socks and stripes on them. All kinds of nice colors. And then, uh, what happened next? I guess we traveled up the road, we started talking about the gauze. People had some differing opinions on that, but it seemed like Penn might want to get involved in some religion. <laughs> uh, Tam Botcher wasn't uh, agreeable with that idea, because blah, 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 blah. You know how it went. You listened to it. <laughs> You're here with us today, episode 17. And then uh, we made some camp. And uh, that went great too, except for the fact that we heard some scary wolf noises and Penn freaked out. We also trained Penn in some fighting and stuff. That was great. She learned how to fight a little bit. Now we're spooked because of these wolves. Oh! What is this, Halloween? Am I right? So we rejoin our adventurers at the camp as they are all nestling into sleep. Sponsored by Nestle. What? Are people going to take watches tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I want to stay up with Whiskers if I can. Yeah. Watch with Whiskers. Yeah. Didn't you fall asleep last one? Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It yeah. might I mean, have been it, a It was a, a bit. joke. It was yeah. a bit. <laughs> um, oh, I just, want to be on, I just want to be on watch with Whiskers. I arranged that. For sure. I got some For sure. Sense. Yeah. Okay. I'll go second, I guess. I guess that leaves me for third. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine, Rondri. Uh, okay. If anything happens, just wake me up, okay? And I kiss you on the forehead. Aw. That was sweet. Yeah. We're friends. Very sweet. Okay, Um. does anybody need me to get their back? And Ben's like... No, you can go to sleep. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just going to go to sleep then. Good night. And then she kind of curls up. Um. I, I, hmm. 
I wonder if she. What do you guys? You guys have like little bedrolls and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Spend them a bedroll. She can, she can use whoever's done watch. Yeah, she can use my bedroll. Cool. Oh, perfect. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Perfect. We have whiskers. She'll curl up in your bedroll and fall sleepy by. Cool. I feel like Tabaxi don't need bedrolls too. Yeah, That's I'll probably just lying. sleep outside. Yeah. Okay, then she uses yours, Tan. No, 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 she can use my bedroll. Just, he just carries a spare. <laughs> oh, I see. You just carry a spare. Okay, yeah, great. Just in Perfect. case. Perfect. Yeah. It we... comes in the adventurer's pack. You yeah. know, you're not going to separate the pack. What are you going to do? Separate the pack? Definitely <laughs> you not. Can't separate the pack. You no. never would. You can't. Not this pack. This wolf pack. Oh. Alpha. Alpha. <laughs> Alpha whiskers over here. Great. Uh, Pen curls up in your bedroll, bids you all good night. And uh, whiskers and. Uh, Tam, your watch begins. Would you like to do anything during this watch? Just gonna chat with my boy Whiskers. Great. Do you want to roleplay that, or you don't have to? No pressure. <laughs> There's no pressure. Okay, good. <laughs> no feeling pressure. pressure. Any pressure. So do Tam, it. how are you? What's you been up to, eh? Hey? Tam. <laughs> oh, my name's Tam. Shit, I got so nervous, I forgot what my name was and which was your name. Uh, that's what happens when I'm pressured into roleplaying. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Listen, Whiskers, I've been thinking about what you said about Rodane. Hmm. And I want you to know. I know I once said that I was devoted to her and I would follow her forever. I think I said something like that. But I'm having my doubts. Listen, Tam. You can have your doubts and you can believe what you'd like, but at the end of the day... <laughs> David oh, sorry, starting David. outside the sound <laughs> curtain again. I'm he's really he's doing, doing he's doing well. it. I'm pretty sick. Do you want to go try out the bidet? No. Do you want to do you want to stop recording? No, no. don't get we me started. We can. No. We're keeping all of this in. Definitely. Yeah, please do. Guys, if David dies, <laughs> we're gonna keep it in. Yeah. That's, you know, and if he lives, be, we're gonna keep, keep it in. in. Yeah. Regardless. Keeping it in. I'm letting him know. David's story. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Look, at the end of the day, Rodane is there, and Rodane will bless you, and she did bless you. And now, I'm actually thinking, why? Perhaps, listen, perhaps my wrath against the gods was not fairly divvied out, and perhaps Rodane doesn't deserve that kind of animosity from me. Indubitably. But I spent my whole life, well, in bad situation. And um, not one of those other gods seemed to care about me, unless you count Rizul and Hissex and Demissa and the other gods of death and gods of darkness. This troubles me to hear, but damn, you've expressed your want and need to change your life and become a better person, and I think Rodane would respect that, and does respect that. Do you ever feel that you're just one of their playthings, that you don't mean anything to them? No, couldn't possibly be, no. I'm a justice. Are you not a tool of your god, the White Mm. Rose? Maybe I'm an... I'm a justice for the White Rose, not a tool. It's a very big difference. And what is the difference? How do you know that you haven't spent your life running errands and 
following the will of others. Powers greater than you, for nothing. I know it's not for nothing. We're on a quest to save the world. Everything that I have done in my life has led up to this moment. Does that make it worth it? Yes, to save the world? With the greatest heroes of all time. If I told you the things that I've done in my life, would you also say that they were worth it? Um, well, I don't know what you've done. Right. Well, there's your answer, I guess. If you need to know what I've done... Do you want to tell me? Maybe I shouldn't know. It hasn't been good. Well, I've done things that I regret as well. But I went on a path to change that. That's why I became a justice. Rodane found me. She saved me. From what? From self-destruction, I suppose. Really? I let my entire village down. They're all dead because of me. So, you know. I happen to not be wearing a shirt at this recording session, and my entire body is visibly covered in goosebumps. Did I just give you goosebumps? Because that's pretty much my exact backstory. <laughs> Whiskers and Tam are bonding? Question mark? Exclamation point. I can't claim to be the cause of the death of my entire village, but I did witness it. And I've spent my whole life seeking revenge for that moment. You see, that is your problem. You cannot seek revenge. You must seek justice. What's the difference? The difference is that you spend revenge trying to kill and harm, where justice is trying to help, protect. Where you could, where what I... What about justice for the people who murdered my family? Well, know that Rodane will make them answer for their crimes. But I already know that that's not true. Well... They hmm. never answered for their crimes. In fact... They died a rather mundane death. You can only... You can exact justice by defending others who are in similar situations. I'm willing to go along with it for now. See where Rodang takes me? She Protect will take you to the highest mountain, on the <laughs> tallest cliff, where a single flower blooms like a tree. That is where she will take you. She will kiss you on the forehead and sing a sweet song in your ear. You will be extremely elated. Yeah. <laughs> Stan Botcher sleeping. No, that was Whiskers that fell asleep. <laughs> you just drifted off you to sleep. You put us both to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Was watch over? Wishes, wake up. Awesome. Um, cool. Uh, your watch butt goes by uneventfully. Uh, who was up next? Me. Excellent. Uh, Galavan. Me. Me. It's true. Uh, how does Galavan keep watch? Oh, he basks in the moonlight. Yeah. Cool. Y- you know, just kind of. Sits there meditating, mm-hmm. in a way. 
as a half elf too, right? Do you, uh, do you have that? They don't Elven have that thing. They don't, yeah. they don't have the meditation. Yeah. Yeah, cool, trance. but it's like a regular meditation. Well, I'm, my eyes are open. I'm just think? like, you know, looking around. It's like that song. Soak up. I'm gonna soak up the sun, except you're soaking up the moon. Yeah. Cool. By Cheryl Crow. Gonna smoke up the moon. Smoke, smoke up, up the moon. Smoke <laughs> up the moon. <laughs> you could smoke exactly. up the moon. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I'm sick. I love it. Sick, uh, nasty. Sick, yeah. twisted dog. Galvin, roll me a perception check, please. Okay. Uh oh. Ooh. Hot butter. Uh, seventeen. Get it, seventeen. Seventeen. You are meditating, and then you're not sure why, but. You feel the urge to open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, as, my eye, I t- said my eyes were open. Oh, your eyes meditating. are open. Sorry. Yeah. So you're meditating with your eyes open, and yeah. then you, you get a strange urge to just, like, look to your left. And just out of your eyesight, in your peripheries, um, there, there looks like there's something approaching your camp, something glowing. There is a emerging from the darkness and glowing brighter and brighter as you turn to look at it. There is a beautiful, very elegant silver stag that starts wandering to the edge of your campsite. Is it James Potter? (laughs) It's James Potter! It is James Potter. You've solved my puzzle. Yes! Yes. Alright, thanks for tuning in, everybody. (laughs) Noah solved my puzzle. That's what this podcast was about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my James Potter puzzle sponsored by JK Rowling yep. uh, but it's kind of wandering around the edge of your campsite and mm-hmm. it starts it starts like like kind of poking its nose into people's packs and stuff like that on the, on the far edge of the campsite uh, and it starts kind of moving through the campsite and, and it looks up and it sees you and it makes eye contact with you and it's got these um these kind of deep resonant eyes Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts crossing the campsite straight towards you. It's making a beeline, not moving quickly, moving very slowly and deliberately. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just crossing the campsite, stepping over people. It steps over Penn. It steps over Rondry. I'll say hello in Elvish, very quietly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to say anything to you. It just keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts, and it stops about 10 feet away from you, and it starts uh, digging its nose in... It looks like it's like looking for, like like it's nuzzling around, maybe looking for food or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody's pack. It's a it's a, in a pack. It, yeah, it's, it's like it's pack. like digging its nose into a pack. If I have yeah. my pack nearby, I'll mm-hmm. grab a little food out and, and chuck it over. Yeah, the minute you pull some food out, it its attention goes back to you and mm-hmm. it starts moving towards you again. And yeah, I'll, I'll throw some food in front of me. Yeah, it uh, it eats the food. It bends down and, and just gracefully like lops it up. Eat the food. I'll throw a little more. Yeah, as as you get it out to throw it, to, you hold it up, and it you look up, and it's right in front of your face. Yeah, I'll just give it the rest of it. Yeah, it eats the rest of it, uh, and then it looks up at you, and it stares in your eyes for a long time, mm-hmm. or for like a couple tense beats. Hello. You're very pretty. And then it sneezes in your face. Just mm. like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of hops away through the campsite <laughs> and it turns and it gets to the edge of your campsite and it turns around and at, when it turns around to look at you uh, several things happen at once the moon goes out whoa so 
everything is darkened, and the stag that was kind of a it was kind of a glowing, a, a pale light, yeah. now becomes as bright as the moon itself. What? And as it turns around, this stag has the face of a human. James fucking Potter. It's James, James oh God. Potter. <laughs> it is James Tiberius Potter. No, it is not. It is an. It is the face of an old man, a wrinkled old man whose face is deeply wrinkled from laughter. And it is a serene, divine face <laughs> that you have never seen before, except in statues and, and works of art and stuff like that. But you've always, you've always felt this. You have a deep inclination that this is Lamond. And he, everything around you goes black. It's almost like you were in a black void. Even You can't even see the person laying uh, on the campsite, like 10 feet away from you. This, it is like you were in a black void. Like kind of in Stranger, like in Stranger Things a mm -hmm. little bit when she goes into the void. Mm -hmm. This stag looks back at you and the face, uh, the wrinkled face just curls up into a, a smile, uh, a big, big smile. And he's got these big crooked teeth, these big, they're like kind of sticking out at weird angles, but it's a very clear, like playful, mischievous smile. And it's eyes completely opaque, silver white moonlight. Um, his eyes are, are they're small little moons themselves. And it opens its mouth and it says, Galavin, I've been watching you. <laughs> For some time, you've wandered aimlessly through your little mortal life. Using the divine boon, I so generously gifted your bloodline for nothing but audacious seduction, harmless deception, and frivolous diversions. This is... All very good stuff. <laughs> I hoped you would say that. I hoped you would say that. And smiles, just like big, big Cheshire grin, super big smile. <laughs> but now you are on a path, a path that actually pleases me. Continue on this path, and I shall have no choice but to enhance this divine blessing that courses through your veins. I can grant you access to far greater magical power. <laughs> you will need it for the trials to come your way, of which I promise you there will be many, and they will be horrible. You will experience pain like you've never known. Physical and emotional. By the end, you may curse my name and beg for the sweet release of death from Srax's deathly jaws itself. <laughs> but, you know, try to have some fun with it. Oh, you know? I will. Thank you for your gifts. Yes. Do you like how Tam Botcher thinks that it is Rodane that has blessed oh, him? Oh, I greatly appreciate <laughs> this that. Is, this is something I cannot wait to see to fruition because his little boobs are like dancing he on the... He would devote himself to this god under false pretenses. <laughs> oh, uh, that brings me endless joy and you have no idea how mad Rodane is about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I I better say goodbye now. Okay. 
Uh, be a good little whelp or I'll throw you off the planet. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, I can do that. And I, I might. do not doubt it. Uh, but I won't. <laughs> or will I? I, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Maybe. Or maybe I will. <laughs> oh, and by the way, keep that wink game strong. Sunning. I will. Mm, yeah, and then it winks at you with one eye and then both eye and then both at once. And then I'll it does it in like super rapid succession. I'll try to I'll try to reciprocate. <laughs> yeah. The... For the second, for for yeah, for this, you actually can. Oh. He you wink incredibly quick. Quicker than you've ever winked oh. before. <laughs> wow. That's trippy. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like re- it's like you're doing it like 20 times a second, wow. which is incredibly fast. Yeah, you winks a second? Yeah, it's almost like a, if you saw it. Oh, you, it's like just a blurry eye. Yeah, it was just a blur of. Wow. Like yeah. a hummingbird eye. Yeah, yeah, kind of Ugh. hummingbird wings. Yeah, but Gross. your eyes. Yeah. But it dries your eye out. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, it wets it. Isn't that what blinking does? It wet, re-wets your eyes? It does. Anyway, keep it up. Super wet. Lamoond likey. So wet. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of just like and then it turns around and it starts walking off and it just the light fades away and then the moon starts to relight and the lights come back I'm up on your gonna, campsite I'm just and... gonna laugh quietly to myself for mm-hmm. a really long time for sure because I love that parting line goodbye <laughs> <laughs> so soft so gentle yeah. perfect and uh, the rest of your ship goes by uneventfully alright cool and then the last shift was Roundry, I believe Dip. I'm going to work on that cube again. Yeah, for sure. Roll me that Think, check again, please. Yeah. Oh, baby, that's a 23. Ooh, nasty. Very nice. Okay, so as you're sliding around these panels, uh, and they're, you know, it's doing its usual game of, like, you move this thing, you're, you're starting to get a sense of, like, some patterns to it. They're like, there's some, you know, the runes on this thing and the, the weird mismatched symbols. They start to kind of start to, they start to make sense to you a little bit. And you do, you like, there's this one squiggly panel at the top. You kind of slide down and there's this one that's got a, like an eyeball on it. That's even a little textured. It's got like a leathery texture to it. You kind of click it and, and twist it in like a diagonal kind of clockwise kind of motion. And you hear a satisfying click sound. And then for a second, hovers out of your hands and you're holding it and you're you're and you kind of move your hands away from it and it's kind of like floating and you just kind of keep your at yourself at a hand's distance from it but it's kind of just floating equidistant from your hands and in this moment your mind is flooded with information you start getting all of these memories you start flooding your mind they're not your memories they are other people's memories but it's also the history of this puzzle box you've got and hellraiser kind of yeah except you don't summon demons um no. really what you learn is that I have such sights to show you <laughs> um you do hear that but it's a less menacing and okay, more of a right. more of a, a curious gnomish voice and you see you see uh these visions and you see this box traveling from hand to hand to hand to hand exchanging pockets, people trading it, 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 traveling across vast landscapes that you don't even recognize many of them. Uh, possibly different worlds. There are some that look like they have different, 
like constellations of stars in the sky. It's it's super crazy. Uh, you see that you get a sense of this the the personality of this puzzle box. It has almost a life of its own to it. It loves puzzles. It's lo it loves riddles. And when it engages with it, it it like lights up with excitement. And it, it it you know it you know it it responding to your touch is something that it does because it's it's like teasing you and also like playing with you at the same time and it loves traveling it loves exploring it loves gaining knowledge and and being interacted with and, and discovering things and uh it gets bored if it stays in the same place too long you see somebody like leaves it in their desk drawer for a bit and it stays there for uh it stays there for a year before it just disappears and it just gets it just teleports into somebody else's random pack Dope. like the pack of like a tinker or something it just pops there next it's been handled by innumerable amounts of creatures uh and it just and you see it goes back and back and back further and further until you see the very first person who's kind of like who this puzzle box you don't know if they made this puzzle box or if how they acquired it but you see the, the you first get click. you get the sense yeah you get the sense the emotional sense the first person to ever deal with this puzzle box and, and is is a gnome, a rock gnome, uh, like wearing garb from what is probably thousands of years old, and you see this gnome, uh, and a name uh, flashes into your into your head, the name Nazel Swimfins, and you come back too, and this thing, the the box drops, and all of its faces are now completely different symbols and stuff than they were before. But it's very clearly the same puzzle box, and uh, it's very, and you you now know, this is Nazel's puzzle box. That is that is the official name of this thing now. Yep. Uh, it still hasn't, you still haven't fully unlocked its true potential, but you get the sense that you will very soon, if you keep at it. Ooh. Excellent. And the rest of your shift goes by without event. Do you do anything specifically? I'd probably be working on my pack again. Cool. Yeah. Trying to make you it continue blow to, up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to write that shit down. Yeah, it'd be nice as a last-ditch effort to just activate that and throw it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, possibly exploding everything you have inside it, unless you had the time to take it out. But hell yeah! So well, it's, a, the, no, it's the proton pack. It's the proton pack. Oh, oh, I see. It's the proton so it pack fall into and the your wrong pack hands. is a separate as well. thing. Yeah, I have well, like a NASA oh. pack. He means his proton. Okay, pack. I yeah. kind of assumed that they were almost one and the same, but that's cool if they're separate. I dig that. I'm gonna do it. Dope. So yeah, you work on your pack. And your shift goes by, and it is morning time, and you all do 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 be do be do 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 sued. You all awake to the morning dew and the light cracking over the crest of the hill. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Well, quite a night. Beautiful moon, I must say. Oh yeah, did did your God give you any more magic? Not quite, no. Does he want to give me magic yet? Ah, I, I did not ask. <laughs> Pen, gods just Maybe don't... Maybe next time. And she kind of rolls over sleepily. She's kind of talking. Gods just don't visit people in the night, okay? It doesn't work like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, whiskers. It never happens. I've never had that happen. It's never happened to me. I know, me neither. <laughs> Jared's so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Bitter much? <laughs> <laughs> Salty dog? Or cat. So, you all pack up and head up on the road, babies. You start to head north, east on this road, winding through the Furfoot Hills. You eventually uh, get to an area of the Furfoot Hills 
um, that you can tell from this map, you guys definitely have. Uh, this area is called the Clandestine Valley. Uh, and it is pretty similar. It is a little less um, like rolling hills here, rolling hills there. It is more, um, you're, like it is like a valley. It is a big, vast valley um, that you guys kind of cross into. There are lots of tall grass and shrubs. Uh, and the most, uh, one of the more memorable parts of the day is you guys pass by a field of like red, a huge field that the, the trail just kind of cuts right through. A huge field of red-seeded dandelions, the little fluffy orbs that you can blow away. Mm. Um, those kind. And Penn definitely like, has, as you guys stop, so she can go down and pick up a couple. And uh, and just so she can have something to do, because she gets a little bored on the road, so she just... You know, you can eat those, goes. especially the green leaves at the bottom. What? They're delicious, really? boiled with some butter. She pops someone in her mouth. Salt and garlic. No, not raw, it's not great oh. raw. <laughs> Why don't you say so? Well, I did say how you would prepare them if you were to eat well, them. Well, I missed that part. <laughs> I was eating it already. <laughs> um... Sorry, I, I'll, no, next time right. I'll mention. It's all right, it's all right. I could see how it might taste good, I guess. It's a bit bitter when it's raw. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she spits it out. You guys see like an occasional hawk flying in the sky here, a little rabbit there. You guys see a herd of these um, these tall bipedal birds called axe beaks. Whoa. They're kind of like the big, they're kind of like the, the croquet dodos a little bit from Alice in Wonderland is kind of how I picture them, except they're, they're, their heads are kind of shaped like axes a little bit. They're not like sharp or anything. They just have like an axe shape to them, big blunt kind of noses. Uh, they're kind of grazing off in the distance. And uh, you guys travel the whole day. And mm-hmm. it comes sundown. You guys set up camp, I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to, do you want to do kind of, kind of, there's not really a hill for you to pop over the crest of. Is there some gra- is there grass that we can maybe? Hmm. Or is there any wooded areas? Excuse me. Actually, at this part in the clandest- clandestine valley, um, there are the hills were very kind of close together before in the fur hills. Now they're they're a little spread further apart. They're 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 less steep, but there's still some you could maybe crest over. They're just like they're like hundred. They're like a hundred feet maybe across. Okay, let's do that. Cool. So you get off, you do get off the road. And there are a tr- scatter, like a smattering of trees, a tree here, a tree there. Um, so you crest over a hill. You, you're like way off the road for sure at this yeah, point. I'll do the thing where I'll take a branch and try mm. my best. I'm probably not very experienced at it, mm. but. What are you doing? Covering like tracks. Covering tracks. Oh, gotcha. oh, you're not using pressed digitation, you're using the stick? Yeah, I want to use like a branch or something. Oh, cool. Roll a uh, survival check. Eh, no. Just give it a shot. Uh, eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you you you're trying to, and you feel like it's not as good as pressing digitation, but you know, for mm. for your first time with a stick, or not even a first time, but like for a stick, it's oh, it's okay. All right. And you guys uh set up camp, and it's it's night falls, and it's a little colder tonight than it was before. And Pen goes, um, so uh, does anyone want a lot of fire? It's it's a little cold. I don't see any wood. I don't think we Do sh- I don't think we should. I mean, there's a tree like over there, and then she points far off, and there is like a tree kind of far off in the distance, at the t- like the top of a hill nearby. We don't want to split the party, and we don't want to um, attract any attention. Oh, I didn't see that tree. It is it pretty like cold. Fire makes for a nice camp. Pen, you can. Yeah, s- I'll tell you what. I'll. I'll. Uh, would it attract attention? The- yes, it Sorry. definitely would. There's oh. no one out here. We haven't seen anyone for miles and miles. Yeah. I think if we can stand it, it's better not to have a fire. 
because then they can see very That's far. True. Yeah, but I bet I can shoot that tree down from here. Wait, what? <laughs> Why would you shoot a tree? Why what has it done to doesn't. you? It uh, doesn't. For the wood. I mean, we do need oh. it. We do need it for firewood. We're gonna cut it down anyway if we use it. Where's the last town? How far away? I mean, there's plenty of hills here to cover our cover us from view. I think if we make a little fire down at the bottom of this little gully here, we'll be all right. Fire's bad news. I'm... Trust me on this one. Trust me, Ben. Okay. If you say so, Whiskers. Fire can be good. It can warm you up on a cold night such as this, but I do not want to do it for not to be seen. That's the only reason I don't want to do it as well. We do have light. We do have um, Galavan's magic moonlight. If we want it, yes. Well, sure, that settles it. Okay. Does it? We are two and two, are we? I not? mean, I'm not really partial. I'm just the girl is cold. So yeah, I'm just a little cold. Oh, I can use my oh. tabaxi fur as a blanket. Oh. You <laughs> want us to skin you? No, no, no. You should lay in the bedroll and I'll lay at her feet like a cat. Just like. <laughs> um, your bedroll is pretty warm. Maybe I'll just cozy up in there. And then you can also lay at my feet, but I'm just going to pull it real tight against me, I suppose, tonight. That sounds good. Wunderbar. All right. As long as everybody else is warm, uh, I guess I suppose I'm good. Yeah. All right. Uh, same watches or? Yes, uh, yeah, I'll yeah, go. Sure. I'll go with uh, uh, Just the Justice. Just the, just the justice. Just the justice. Please. I'll go with Pen. Cool. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna stay up. You're gonna like wake her up for a watch. Oh, because she norm she didn't sleep. That. She didn't do a watch last night, but she could stay up and do a watch this time. Yeah, make her do a watch. Yeah. 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 yeah, I will. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like Take a watch. Yeah. You're gonna cool. have to have some responsibility if you're on the road with a pack. You know, I think I finally. Um, I was a little messed up. I was really exhausted and and just tired in general from. Spending all that time in that box like I did, it was really horrible. But I think I'm finally, I think I'm finally pretty normal again. So I think, <laughs> right, sure. I mean, like, no, normal enough, knucklehead, you big buffoon. Your hair's starting to grow back. It is, and she, it is, it is absolutely. I mean, it's only been, been like a couple days. days. It's very thin, but there is some growth, uh, and and she's not dirty anymore. She's she's already looking, uh, you know, considerably better. Who shaved your head? You think? Uh, I don't need to think. It was that stinky cat man. Why did he do? Did he say why he was shaving your head? Uh, I think he said so that it was. For, it was a while ago, but I think he said it was so that people who knew me wouldn't recognize me and try and and try and try and save me. Yeah, well, now we recognize you like this. So it kind yeah. of backfired. You stand out in a crowd now. Well, now, but I I imagine a he girl didn't... with no hair. Right. I mean, I've got a little. It's like a little. It's almost like a. It's almost like a little bit of a buzz cut. She didn't have no hair. She just had her very short, short like, hair. Yeah, with it's like patches a little missing, bit right? of a. Yeah, I did have patches missing. That's how we got patches. Patches. We got patches. Oh, well, yeah. sorry to bring up those back. kinds of memories, but just so you know, we'll be looking out for you. It's all right. They'll they'll make me stronger, right? Right. Yeah. So, what are your parents like? Oh, my mom and dad. Yeah. They're very nice. They're, they're good people. You know, dad's a little. Dad's a little bit of a, a pushover. Mom's a little strict, but they're nice. Nice enough, you know. I miss sounds, them. Sounds like parents. <laughs> <laughs> what are your parents like? Oh, 
they were much the same. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was a pushover. My dad was strict. Oh. <laughs> she just looks around and she just stares at you a little quizzically, Ooh. like. But I was Ooh. very young when they died. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's all right. It's been a long time. I've all but forgotten about that. <laughs> just kidding. I haven't. I'm really holding a grudge. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you? Were you adopted? You could say that. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Did you like your... What were your adopted parents like? Oh, well, um, very loving. Very loving. Oh. Ah, yes. My adopted father was... Treated me like gold. Just like one of his own. Oh. That's nice. Yep. My dad has a big (laughs) moustache. A big curly moustache. I can't wait to meet him. Huh? He's good, yeah. I'm sure he'll never let you out of his sight again. Uh, I think so. He's going to hug me so hard, my little bones are going to break. <laughs> <laughs> if they do, I'll kill him. <laughs> oh, don't. Please don't kill my dad. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't okay, thank you. Oh, thank you. I was, I was a little worried. Um, Tam, you and Penn's watch ends. You guys go to sleep. You wake up Whiskers and Gallivan. Whiskers and Gallivan. Please roll me perception checks. Six. I also rolled... A five. <laughs> oh, that's a, a different five. number than a six. Yes. I also wrote like low, is what I should say. Oh, I see. So, you two, uh, what do you guys spend your watch doing? The same as last night. But yeah. also, like, conversing oh. with you about um, your garden. Yeah, okay. About your connection. Oh, uh, I should I should mention Gallivan. Um, you look inside your pack at the morning of yesterday, this morning uh-huh. of this day. Um, all your food is gone. Oh, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, okay. You got hosed. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is, I could only expect this. I did want to ask you, why are you out here, Gallivan? Why am I out here? Yes. I um, was called by the Oracle to this. Yes, but before the Oracle, you're a noble. You have a, let's say, a privileged life. Why, why are you... Here. Well, it is a long story. Do you have the time to listen to it? I have exactly two hours. Is that how long a watch is? Okay. And at this time, you all hear, uh, you hear the sound of movement. You you look out into the darkness. You can't really see beyond. How long does your, or how much light does your light give you? Uh, 30, 30. 30, 30, yeah. But I also have dark vision, so 60 feet. Okay. It's outside the 60 foot range. Okay. From, from out in the darkness, you all just hear movement. You, you hear can't that? tell with your perception rolls. You can't tell how, like, wh- where it's even coming from or how much movement is happening. I'm going to wake the others. Okay. As you as you get up to to um, to wake the others, you all suddenly see. You look around and you see six lights, about a hundred feet off, in the distance. Fire lights, torch lights, that are illuminating something. You can't quite make out what they are because they're about they're about a about 100 feet off, but then you see them, they're like in all directions. They're like surrounding you in a circle. Uh, And they're kind of up Uh because they're up on a hill. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, as as you kind of are going to wake people, um, they start moving towards you quickly. Wake up. This is not good. Wake up. 
I spring to my feet. People coming. The torches. Uh, what? What's going on, people? Get ready. I do not know if they're people. Laundry. You will hear. The last thing you hear before you roll initiative <laughs> is. Oh. Guess we're going to find outside. out how tough they are. <laughs> Time to roll Wait, initiative. Six of Rondry. These, Keep your eyes on Pen, Rondry. Keep her safe. Got it. All right. Did you guys roll initiative? We did. Excellent. Crobin, what did you get? 18. 18? How dog, Galvin? Oh, uh, 11. 11? Pen? I'll tell you. Me? <laughs> what? What just happened? Uh, Rondry? <laughs> 13. 13. Excellent. Whiskies? Haha, ha, 14. Ooh. And Pen got a 12. We got an 11. We got a 12. We got a 13. 14. Excellent. So, you all hear howling from all sides. Crobin, you are up first. The fire is still pretty far off. It is outside your sight range in the dark, though. You can't see anything beyond these torches just slowly encroaching upon you all. And just so well, I'm clear, quickly, we're actually. like at the bottom of a few hills, like a hill It's not area a steep where... hill. It's, it's like a slight right. rake rise. But yeah. it's just basically grass, and we're at the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. There is a tree, like, you know, there's that tree. But yeah, basically just grasslands. There's some tall grass. All right, so I just... Um, a little bit. Oh, there's a, if there's some tall grass... There's a patch that you can get into nearby, yes. I'm going to do that. For sure. I'm going to hop into that patch of grass, mm-hmm. and Patches. I'm going to... It's like right on the edge of your encampment. Um, ready an action to leap out at one of these wolf people and attack it if uh, it enters my range. Okay, awesome. Uh, roll me a stealth check. Nice. 25. 25? Yeah, it's a golly. big boy. I rolled a big boy. You did roll a big yeah. boy. Yeah. So you're going to pounce on the first boy. one that comes near you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's uh, it's their turn. I'm proud of you. Thanks, daddy. You're welcome, little boy. Now go to bed. I'm a big boy. It's time to go to bed. I rolled boy. like a big boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> we'll do this after the podcast. <laughs> did I mention I'm not wearing a shirt for this recording? Yeah, it's very apparent. Um... So they a parent, daddy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, big boy. Nice. So these these wolf creatures run closer and closer and closer, and as they get close to you, I need you. Don't look at my I'm sorry. Piece I was piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> I looked over my dungeon master. <laughs> you little fucking. He was like, oh, you're rolling the dice away. Just for that, I'm gonna roll it again, and it's gonna make bro. it harder for Crobin. Okay. What? Okay, That's care. not my fault. Sorry, Fuck Rodane! <laughs> Damn! No, 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 no. You love Rodane. You love Rodane. Because of what happened. Crobin, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw as all of these torches from about 30 feet away from your campsite are suddenly flung in the direction of your campsite. Oh, shit. Dude. And you being hidden in the tall grass at the edge, there's a torch that comes <laughs> flying at you. So roll me a dexterity saving throw, please. All right, I'll roll it, but I'm not happy about it. Ten. That succeeds. Yeah. It yeah! So Who's it, a big boy? No, no. <laughs> so you, it kind of That's lands. my new thing, guys. <laughs> I'm terrible. so into I'm going to be a big it's boy. It's terrible. So it lands about five feet, uh, let's say about ten feet away from your patch of tall grass because it lands and then it... <laughs> flares up like there was something that broke when it landed and creates a patch of fire that and each one as it hits the campsite a big 
flare up of fire, creating it's some sort of some sort of sticky or like like flammable substance inside these things. Create these patches of fire that are about separated about 15 feet by 15 feet, all in a circle around your campsite. Did any of them not break? No, they all broke. Sorry, dog. Would Ronji recognize the alchemist fire? Uh, you are too far away from it. You don't know. It's okay. just it's just a thing that exploded in fire right now. So everybody is out of bed, correct? Yeah. Great. Whiskers, did you sleep in your armor? I was on watch, so I would have been in my armor. You were on watch. That's true. You would have been in your armor. Good. It's a very good thing. Yeah, I know, dog. That's why I did it. Okay, well... Fuck that shit, dog. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you something, dog. Ask away, brother. Tell me, does a thirteen hit? No, I didn't. I didn't think. Uh, off the shield. Whatever what? It is. Oh dang! A, a arrow, a a swift. You you barely oh. see it. It just kind of shoots through the night, and but it just like you catch it right at the last second. You lift your shield up. It just this heavy arrow just kind of doinks off your shield with a heavy steel thunk. And another one comes at you. Does a 23 hit? Yeah. Dude, those dice that you're rolling, they roll like thunder, dude. Uh, I mean, they roll like big boys. <laughs> as that happens, uh, as, the, as you catch the first one with your shield, um, another, <laughs> another arrow plants itself in your thigh <laughs> and sinks into your thigh, and you take eight piercing damage. And your speed is reduced by ten feet till the start of your next turn, because this has like you you feel the barbs like sink into your thigh, and they kind of like cripple your your right thigh muscle a little bit. Whiskers, it's your turn. Speaking of turns, uh, can I see? And you hear a how as they all start to they're running. Whatever these things are, they're they're now within the light range, and those of you with dark vision can um, can see that there are six bipedal wolf creatures wearing, they're like kind of, now that they're closer, you can kind of hear the slight jangle of their like, they have like little bones and trinkets hanging off of them. Some of them have like wild mohawkish hair and like bones stuck through their nose and their ears and little piercings and stuff. And they're kind of running at you guys and they've got clubs, like crude clubs with like little jagged metal bits sticking out. And some of them are just like tr like big logs. And some of them have even little daggers that they're holding in each hand. Whiskers, this is what you see as they come running at you. I'm going to put my hand over my sword, and my sword starts to glow with like this white, heavenly light. Uh, actually, before I do that, I will look at the fire surrounding me, and just my eyes are just huge. Yeah, you're surrounded uh, on all sides by fire. fire. So I'm not going to move. I'm just kind of like get my bearings, look at the fire, and just kind of like get in front of Pen, mm -hmm. and I'll put my palm over the... Uh, blade. Blade. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was thinking pommel, and I was like, that's not right. Uh, the blade of the sword. <laughs> what the fuck and it, just happened in your little brain? <laughs> Tiny little brain. Stegosaurus brain. Peanut brain. Uh, mm, peanuts. Big boy brain. <laughs> little big boy brain. Big boy brain. Uh, and it glows with this white light. Uh, I just cast Divine Favor on it. Nice. What does that do? It's going to give me for 1d4 those... radiant damage oh, for nice. all my attacks. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, But it glows like super light. Concentration. Is it's that part of the bright. spell or is it just flavor? It's flavor, dog. Dope. Yeah, it does. It glows with this bright white light. Uh, like white light. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll ready in action and stand in front of Pen. If anything, if any enemy creature comes within my range, I will attack. You see, Pen is shaking. She has her dagger out and she's holding it, but she goes, Is it the Yenogs? 
whiskers, I'm scared. Stay close, Pen. She does. She kind of gets close to you, but she, you see her dagger hand is shaking. Rondri. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Remember what I taught you. I will try. Rondri. Uh, what's the closest one? They're they're 30 feet away from your camp set. Uh, yeah, I'm going to blast one of them. Okay. Whoa, that was a cool whoop. 15 to hit. 15 to hit does indeed hit. Uh, they're going to take... Eight piercing damage. Eight and then Great. raise my bonus action to reload. So this thunderous boom <laughs> emits from, uh, you all know this sound very well at this point, Rondry's thunder cannon blasts off some heavy shrapnel and it goes firing at this thing and you hear as it starts to like charge back up. Awesome. Uh, great. Pen kind of just has her dagger out and she kind of grabs it with two hands and, and, and readies herself. Galavan. Is, uh, is there one that's closer to Pen than me? Uh, they're all kind of, they've come in like a circle, basically, right. that's just kind of so closing really, in on you guys. Okay, they're I'll, all kind of equidistant. One one that's coming to me, I'll, I'm going to cast, I'm going to point at it and cast Guiding Bolt. Mm-hmm. You do see, uh, actually, roll me a perception check at disadvantage, please, because it is just, oh no. Five. From bad to worse. Dang, dang. Okay. <laughs> it went so, from six to five. No, baby rolls. Okay, then, yeah, that's <laughs> then that's all you see is the six that are closing in on you. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> Then uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit hard. I'm gonna go yeah, for a guiding bolt on the closest one to me. Great, GB. <gasps> That's a big boy roll. Oh, big boy roll. You got a big, big boy, boy roll. roll. Natural twenty. Hello. Yeah, baby. Double that damage dice. It's like what? Nice. 80, 80, 46. Four, uh, total. Dude, yes. Yeah, and then double that. Yeah, so eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. Holy bones. Okay, so that's giving me a bones. Eight plus. Fourteen, um, so it takes twenty-four. Um, no, twenty. Wait, wasn't that only forty-six? Oh, yeah, but I just doubled. Twenty-four up. damage. Oh, cool. 24 Jack damage. Bauer. Yeah. Wait, how much? Twenty-four. No, uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight radiant damage yeah. from forty-six plus what? Forty-six doubled them because I got a crit. Oh my god. This thing, it's... The next target has advantage as well, but it doesn't <laughs> matter, man. It's so dead. But it's it's like. A beam of light shoots down from the moon itself nice. <laughs> and obliterates this thing where it stands, lighting up the area. Now that is what I am talking about. Lumund! <laughs> oh my god. It is you so- just had that commute with Lumund and he gave you a fucking 20! <laughs> he yeah. did! Oh my god, no, that is awesome. The shit out oh of you. my god. Hell yes, Galavan. The gods are real! I'm gonna say, because that crit is so cool and there, the, the blast was so effective, it there is a, another Yenog that was next to it, um, like 15 feet away from it. Mm. The light kind of bounces off it, and it every you guys have advantage to hit that one. Oh, okay. thanks, Ooh, DM. Nice yeah. little splash yeah, yeah. damage. I think that's awesome. Yeah, splash for sure. Glow. Um, and I think it's just very cool and flavorful. Um, what happened, Crobin? We're back to you, baby. Uh, have they not made a move to come closer? They're 30 feet away. They haven't reached the tall grass yet. But they're moving. They're moving towards you, yeah. And there's one that's definitely on the path to head right at you, baby. Um, then I gotta stick it out and wait. You can keep that stealth roll from before, I'll say. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because you haven't, you haven't yeah, moved. Yeah, I'm gonna not move, so yeah, you it's have, even better yeah. than what it was before. You're just, like, charging up your daggers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. Uh, and as they run towards you, uh, yeah, there's one that runs right in your direction. What you gonna do? I mean, I basically just, like... In the darkness, I, I, or I'm, I guess there's firelight around me, but I'm like stepping out of 
these dark grass shadow. And I basically just like hold my dagger out into his chest as he runs at me. Yeah. Like he doesn't see me, I'm thinking, and I just plunge it in. Roll the 25. Advantage. Duff, no, he does not see you. He is oblivious. He almost steps right on you. You have such a perfect vantage point. Uh, Does a 15 hit? Yeah. Hot dog. Attack. 11 damage. Ooh, you crit it, you sneak attacked, right? Yes. Awesome. 11? 11. How do you murder it? Ooh. Just like I said, basically yeah, like he's right in the sprinting chest. and he doesn't nope. see me and I just step out and hold my ground and I just just like I showed uh, Penn, right to the heart. Nice. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can definitely hear that. That's, that's where I hit him. And it, right in the breast. It sticks right into it in its face. It isn't, look, it's looking Lights around. Out. It doesn't even know where it's coming from. It immediately... Dies. Uh, it, it, life goes out of its eyes and it slumps to the ground. I use a bonus action to yep. hide uh, among the same grass. Yeah, you drop down, like somebody um, in a ghillie suit probably would. Rondre, um, one of them closes the distance to you, just trucking up to you, running up to you real fast. Uh, it's got its fangs bared and it comes at you and it is going to try and just make a bite at you. No! Does a 23 hit? No. Okay. Uh, oh, you're getting off easy. It's only going to do three piercing damages. Yay. It pounces at you and takes a bite out of your arm. It takes a bite out of crime. It does take a bite out of... If you're a crime, it took a bite out of you, and it's Scruff McGruff, dog. Um, and you see this thing savagely, like, sinks its teeth into your... Rips a chunk of your flesh out. It's awful and horrible, and you hate it. Um, great. <laughs> uh, whiskers. One comes running at you. And pen. I have an action ready to slice at this little boing ball. Great. Use your action to slice that bing bong boing. Did you get there, partner? Uh, 15. Oh, that's, yeah, that hits. Yep. They're, they're, like I said, crude hide armor. Yeah, baby. What you get? Um, 15 damage. 15 damage. Quack, 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 quack. How do you murder it? Uh, I'll just slice it in twain. Great. Yeah, you I'll see. Slice it in twain? Pen, Pen closes her eyes and just holds her dagger out, and when she opens her eyes, the thing is just. Sliced in twain. Afro samurai style. Afro samurai style. And I say, Rodane has blessed me. And I hold up the sword all victorious like. Oh, it's and still glowing? She just. Oh, yeah, baby. She looks up and she's like, There's still more, there's still more. <laughs> As they start to encroach upon you. Oh. How many do we see at this point? At this We've point. We've taken down three at this point? There are three. Yes, you've taken down three. There's one that's lit up with moonlight, and there's two more encroaching upon okay, you. Okay, so even as. At, so we saw the six torches things, and they turned out to be fire, mm-hmm. and there haven't been any more sneaking in other than who had the fire. No, no, no. Good. Yeah. Whoo! Although there do seem to be arrows coming from somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Here is actually where we'll call it in the middle of this combat. What? I know. I know. I don't want to, but Dog. you know. I know. It's, it's the, the, our producers are telling us we're, we're going to run long if we don't stop now. Randy, you, Randy, you don't have creative control. I Randy tried, Newman. I tried to talk sense into Randy Newman, our producer, but. Sponsored uh, got, by Randy. He got Adam bored at d and Well, Randy, you you're not supposed to get on mic. Me. Randy, Randy, you're not allowed to get on mic, man. You guys good. quit the game. <laughs> get off mic. Oh, sorry. See you, Randy. We've got to stop, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It really means a lot to us. Tune in next week to find out what happens with the rest of this combat with the battle versus the Yenogs. Please help us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing because it really helps podcasts and helps us reach more people. Don't you want to talk about this with all your friggin' friends and even nerds you've never talked to before? Don't you want to meet people on the street wearing a shirt that has our logo on it and be like, yo, I watched that too? And then just like, wouldn't it be dope? 
and you. We don't that have becomes t-shirts. Your... We don't. We haven't made those. No, we might. We might have. We them. might. But do you guys I mean, want t-shirts? They're listening to them now. We're probably huge. Do you guys like want t-shirts? I want that logo. I like if you guys want t-shirts, say in your review, this podcast is so awesome, they should make t-shirts. Yeah. And and you know what? There's enough of them. We'll friggin' make them. Do we, if you dare us, we'll do it. Do, do it. True, do you it. should dare us in the review. Fucking, I am very do susceptible it. to dares. Oh, he is. If you triple dog dare Noah, he will do it. And we do, do have a sweet stir. Cartier logo that we could easily... Well, actually, I don't know. Are we allowed to slap it on a t-shirt? We gotta ask him. Uh, we're gonna ask Cartier about that. By the way, thank you, Cartier. By the way, thank you, Eric DeLong, for writing the music. Guys, find us on social media. We want to talk to you so much. Find us at Magic Quest Boys on Twitter and Instagram. Use our hashtag MQBD. We love you. We want to talk to you. We'll, we might talk to you for too long, but, you know, that's the risk you're gonna take. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Besos. Besos, babies. Bye. Who's a big boy? Besos, boy. Let's sing a song. Okay. The Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys Town. The Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Dragon Quest Boys Town. Hulu, Netflix, HBO, YouTube, Amazon Prime. Network television? Is that even still a thing? There's so much content out there to consume. But how do you know which shows are binge-worthy and which shows are just unwatchable? You need a guide. You need an educated and sometimes absurd insight into what makes great television and film. You need unwatchable. I'm Chloe Rodriguez, host of Unwatchable. I sit down with budding filmmakers, writers, and content creators to sift through the junk and gems of today's streaming services, and fine, maybe we'll dust off some cable TV, to tell you what's worth a watch and what is just unwatchable. Unwatchable. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I hope you'll be listening, because you obviously can't watch. Podcasts are an auditory format. It's a cheeky play on words. Tune in to Unwatchable, a new podcast. <laughs>